Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires, with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Dibba's going to drive to the right elbow, pull up jumper, no good over Mark. Rebound batted out to Tremont. He'll lead the break down the lane to the rim. Mark soars and lays it in. Tremont, Mark taking over. It's an 8-0 run. The Razorbacks are up. Battle, cross-court Menifield. Away right side to Devo, and McGrew steps out and fouls Devontae Davis. So Devo's going to go to the line for two shots with 53 seconds to play. First free throw by Davis is good. Arkansas's lead is nine. Second one's up. Devo hit them both. Hogs by ten again. Davis into the front court. He's going to try to go to the rim. He does. He blew the layup. Simmons got the rebound. Ahead to Allen. Seven seconds to go. Menifield into the front court. Now they'll dribble it out. Two seconds. One second. Menifield's not going to put it up. The ball game's over. Well, the Hogs head into the holidays with a 10-point victory. The Razorbacks are 8-4 and four as they beat Abilene Christian to Bud Walton Arena. Uh, brutal first half. Uh, made some lineup changes, minute changes. Uh, played with much more energy. Uh, more enthusiasm in the second half than the first half. You know, 55 points in that second half. That's a lot of points in a college game against a team uh, that plays scrappy defense and tries to create steals. First half, uh, both sides of the ball got to get way, way better. But but extremely pleased, uh, you know, with that group. There was about six guys that kind of finished the last 17 minutes of the game. Uh, really happy with their performance. And, and um, you know, we got to get a lot better, but... Uh, guys get a little bit of a break and then we come back and get ready for a really good UNC Wilmington team. A little bit of a break. They'll get a couple of days off. They're going to be back there for Christmas Day for practice. But Arkansas gets the win last night. Good second half. Very good second half. Outscoring Abilene Christian 55-38. to They end up winning by 10. 83-73. By the way, you heard the highlight. Devo blows the layup. Arkansas was up 12 at that time. If Devo makes that layup... They go up 14, and then Abilene Christian doesn't score. It's a push. At least at Oakland, Arkansas was a 14-point favorite. Ends up a 10-point game. Miss layup may have cost some people a little money, or may have won some people some money last night. Uh, The Arkansas women went to West Palm Beach, Florida, and they won two games down there. Yesterday, uh, they won 66-58 against UIC. They had a uh, several good performance. Taylor Poffenbarger had a double-double, 17 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, they're just fantastic freshmen. Talia Scott had 26 points, I believe. Can't find it in the release. But anyway, Arkansas goes to Florida, gets two wins before their Christmas break. Let's bring in Tom Murphy from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, wholehogsports.com. Tom, welcome to the show. How are you? Man, we're rolling up close to Christmas, Wes. I'm enjoying it, man. How are you? I'm um, great, man. It is Friday, and we got a uh, four-day weekend coming up on the radio. No shows, of course, Saturday, Sunday, but Monday, Tuesday, we're off. So I'm excited I'm, to watch a lot of football. Ty, that probably could be our question of the day. How many football games will you watch 
over the next three days, and I'm going to watch a lot. I, I, I can tell you. I mean, I may watch seven, eight, nine, ten games this over the next couple of days. <laughs> oh man, isn't it great? Um, I'll be around some family members who aren't as into college, into college or pro football, but I'll, I'll get my share in. And by the way, that um, that Christmas night game. Ravens and 49ers, mm-hmm. that has a Super Bowl preview written all over it. Yep. I mean, they're two great games uh, with that one and then the Cowboys and Dolphins. I mean, 10 and 4, 10 and 4, mm-hmm. and then the other one's 11 and 3, 11 and 3. So, and, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There are a lot of good games this weekend. Uh, l- well, let's stay with football since we're talking football, Tom. They had the uh, signing class announced uh, two days ago on Wednesday. 24 guys, 18 high school kids, or no, 16 high school kids, eight portal guys. Tom, kind of the thing I took away, signing day has kind of lost its allure to me because of the portal. It's like these young kids, yeah, they're going to be great, and you hope they turn out and develop. But you think about it, probably three, maybe four of them will really make an impact next year. It's the portal guys that really matter. And for this team especially, they need these portal guys to hit and produce. Yeah, fully agree with that. Um, Signing day, I mean, the high school kids, they don't have it uh, quite the, I don't know, the acclaim, the buzz that maybe they once did and just a few years ago because, um, yeah, so many of the big names that, that you're acquiring are from the portal. So uh, you're right. I mean, you think about Arkansas's last class, um, they got great work out of Luke Haz until he got hurt, and then Jalen Braxton. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, T.J. Metcalf played a little bit. But otherwise, I mean, there wasn't a ton of contributions from true freshmen. And I think that still has to be a major component for you building your roster is getting getting that type of production from new guys. You know, so they're, they're, they still stay engaged with the system and, the, and and want to remain in your program. But, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of, um, I would say, angst leading up to signing day because the Razorbacks didn't get crutch field from the state. Uh, but, you know, you look at the class as a whole, I mean, they weren't far outside their, their kind of standard traditional spot in the 20s nationally. Uh, 14th in the SEC, or yeah, out of 16 teams, 14th in the SEC, so a little bit down from normal, but they hit on a lot of their needs, and um, hopefully the old linemen they uh, acquired will work out, and see, I think their vision of it is, all right, we get better offensive line play, um, we we mesh our system better with the blocking schemes and, and get a productive quarterback, our run game will, will be better as a result. Uh, because of Bobby Petrino's systems and, um, you know, play similar style defense to what you did last year, and then you have a chance to win games. And and so that, that's kind of the way I feel about what their signing class looked like. And Tom, we, we were fortunate enough to have uh, Blackstock on and uh, Carmona on, and those guys were awesome. I mean, the interviews were great. And I hope, you know, if they talk, if they play as well as they talk, they're going to be great for Arkansas. But I, I think that's the key to this, what we saw on, on Wednesday, the offensive and then the Tennessee line. I mean, that's, that's what this team needed. They need competition. They need depth. They need some older guys on that offensive line to improve the offensive line, or you're not going to get any better. Yeah, they, they do. And I have been saying with you guys for a couple of years that one of the kind of curious parts of the Sam Pittman regime to that point was that their their um, recruited linemen had not been uh, developing and turning into key contributors. Because you remember they ran they they rolled with with Wagner and Stromberg from the previous you know regime for several years and and, and Myron Cunningham and then Latham and Lemmer were at the tail end of of, of mm-hmm. the Morris regime and those guys wound up starting like every year, but. The, the Jalen St. John's and uh, the Ray Curry's and that group, uh, Marcus Henderson group, didn't pan out. And so there was a little bit of a gap. Uh, and you didn't have a lot of veteran linemen from last year other than Latham and Lemmer. And so they 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 like what Shambley and Kudis and Henderson, you know, their, their long-term potential. And hopefully they'll get plenty of time this year, too, and, and fight for starting jobs. But, yeah, you're right. Um and, and, and to hear you say that Carmona and Blackstock are, are good talkers, I mean, 
isn't that the case with so many offensive linemen yeah. that, you, that you come across? Um, that they're good communicators. I mean, Eric Mateos was was a hit in his interviews with us or his interview with us the other day on signing day. Just a sharp guy, you know, well spoken. So um, if they, you know, that's that's really the key to it next year. The per, improved production is that their linemen work out, and uh, you know, Bobby Petrino's lines developed by the you know by twenty. 11 or 10 and 11 they had really good offensive line tom murphy with us on the brandon moving and storage hotline tom what do they need to hit on in january from the portal what needs are still there well i mean citing what sam Pittman stated um uh they'd like to get another linebacker one or two offensive linemen um an edge rusher uh, another inside guy on the D line, and uh, I think maybe I think maybe one receiver is what he or one more running back, and maybe one more receiver. And um, you know, if if they do, their depth will be improved because when you look at when you look at Arkansas compared to the Alabamas, LSU's, Georgias of the conference, um, not only are they landing more five stars, but but their depth winds up being better Mm -hmm. and so that's why arkansas frontline guys have to be produced have to produce and they can't withstand the injuries as much so if they can hit on those spots that we just mentioned um they'll be in better shape for next year what are your thoughts on austin ledbetter leaving the baseball program for the football program well um you know he had his moments as a pitcher but in the fall he just wasn't getting the innings and I, i think he'd just fallen a little bit behind um, I guess the guys who would be his competition for inning, and so he was a good quarterback in high school, right? I mean, it bordering on a great quarterback, and um, although the position is going to be really deep, I think he has coaching in mind, and you keep all your connections open in the state um, by being an in-state guy, um, and so in the long term, you know, maybe that'll suit his best purposes. Tom Murphy with us. And Tom, we had a little news today. Sounds like LSU lost their offensive coordinator to Notre Dame. Is that a little bit of a surprise? Yeah, I saw saw that Den Brock, um, well, the reports that he's going to be leaving. Um, Yeah, a bit of a surprise that he goes in reverse order of the way Brian Kelly did it. Um, You know, he was a a Broyles Award finalist, and I think if LSU had won another game or two, he'd have been in great shape for the work he did. I mean, Jaden Daniels is, is a seminal talent. Heisman Trophy winner, but still, their, their schemes were good there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit of a surprise, and um, but I'm sure Brian Kelly will be able to attract a, a quality uh, candidate to run that offense. Tom, let's talk uh, Razorback basketball. Uh, I thought the second half was really good last night. First half was it was a stinker. Uh, and, and at halftime, I was, I was concerned. I, I keep telling people, look, this is Muss. He's going to figure it out. And I know Musselman said uh, after Saturday's game that, you know, there's no guarantees. This is a different team. Um, but I, I just, I'm confident that he'll figure it out and they'll get this thing going. But, man, at halftime, I, I got to say, I was starting to uh, second guess and worry a little bit. Um, and, you know, honestly, yeah, because if they have two halves like that against any SEC team, and I'm talking about South Carolina, I'm talking about. I mean, even though they're off to a really good start, I'm talking about Vanderbilt. If they have those kind of halves, they're going to really struggle because they do give up some stuff on on defense. And um, I think I think it's that the guys care about each other and creating stuff for their teammates so much that they wind up looking at you know looking for the backdoor cuts, looking for the pick and rolls and stuff. Um, and they weren't there in the first half, and there was more holding the ball, um, waiting for something else to develop and it just looked pretty stagnant and it was when um it was when minifield and battle started driving getting in the lane that they that they started creating more and that things were more organic so to speak um and so they've got to get that going with the the first group i mean brazil's got to be more involved in just the just the faster pace um attacking the basket uh, i mean the first first score of the game l ellis drove and he took kind of a off-balance shot, but it was closed, and Brazil was right there to clean it up. Um, and they didn't get a whole lot of that the rest of the half. So I, I still have concern um, that it takes so long to kind of get in that flow uh, because 
I, I thought Abilene Christian was running a really, really nice offensive set. Uh, they they dribble drove and got low and then passed to cutters. Uh, they got some backdoor cuts and that guy Ali uh, Deba, that dude drove to the hole really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I complimented um, uh, Brett Tanner and uh, you know Kevin Crash's son Ted and um, I talked to Arian Simmons from their team last night and just complimented on the look of their team and I think they'll do well in conference. Yeah, I, I was impressed with Abilene Christian and the offense that they run and. And defensively, they they would get after you. They really got after Arkansas in the first half, and then the second half. I, Tom, I wonder if, and I speculated, they haven't found that the uh, go-to guy, that alpha male, the guy that. Uh, and I think you hit on it. They they uh, they look like in the first half they were trying to pass so much that then they got themselves in trouble. In the second half, they just started playing ball and didn't worry about it, and they just started going to the basket and attacking. Uh, I don't know if the roles have been established on who's going to be the guy and the, the the guys for this team. Yeah, agreed. But you know what? I think based on last night, I mean, Tremont Mark is going to get his shot. I mean, he can get him off. He can drive on you and then get his own separation just, you know, with his offhand um, and uh, and battle. He, he is going to take his shots. He's going to drive. He's going to shoot the threes. And um, I think those are – they're close to your two alpha males. Um, you know, Devo plays great defense, but um, just having the ball out on the perimeter um, isn't his real strong suit. It's better driving to the, to the basket. So I think they've got a variety of guys who can do it. Um, and then to have guys like Brazil and Makai Mitchell, um, uh, Lawson, who's really good at cleaning mm-hmm. up, um, that's, that's when they're at their best. And so – it's, it's it's weird to say this, but I think they're still going to be in a feeling out process because even though L. Ellis got the start, created a little bit at the beginning, there were some turnovers, and I and I just feel like he he can still be a key contributor for this team. They're going to need him, even though it feels like Minifield's play last night is probably going to knock some of his minutes down. Uh, there's just a lot of talent, and just making it all mesh has been is has been the question. And uh, time is running out for them to have a great conference season and to improve their net ranking. Because right now, you know, if they go 500 in conference, their net ranking will not get to the tournament. What do you see going on with Brazil? Um, a little tentative, and it may have something to do with, you know, recovering from the knee. Uh, there, there was a couple of games earlier in the year when he was, he was mixing it up. and He was rebounding strong for a guy who's as wiry as he is. Um, and... I think not pulling the trigger on a shot um, sometimes when you see he's got an opening, and then he'll look he'll look to pass again. So um, he's a good enough player that he he can improve, um, but it, I think just have, having to be a little bit more aggressive is, is the key to it. Tom Murphy with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Tom to the NFL. Who's going to win that NFC South? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wes, you had to bring that up, didn't you? Um, Isn't he a stinker Dr. like that? Hmm. He's a stinker like that. And I'm so frustrated that the Falcons were in great position. If they'd won their home game against the Bucks two weeks ago, and they, they didn't play very well, but they took the lead late in the game and they give up a, a Baker Mayfield drive at the end and, and lose. But if we win that game, we were, would have been in great shape. We'd have been 4-0 in the, in the division. Um, basically an insurmountable, you know, uh, head-to-head tiebreaker situation, and now they, they gave up that advantage to the Bucks by losing it, and then turn around and lose to the Panthers, which was gross. Uh, I think Roddy White said it best. How can we lose that game? Anyway, mm. uh, it looks like, looks like the Bucks are in best position. Their, their last couple of games, got to give them credit, they played pretty well. So, I think the Bucks are going to win it. The Saints stunk it up again last night. Tom, thank you. Have a great Christmas, great holidays. We'll catch up with you next week. Sounds good, man. Everyone have a have a great holiday season. Appreciate it. Tom Murphy on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Over on the uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, J.K. in Fairfield Base says, Coach Moss is like a scientist when it comes to basketball. Wonder if Coach ever kicks back and relaxes. Hmm. I'm going to say no. You think this weekend, you know, team's gone, in the, the girls, family, Coach kicks back, watches some movies. Watches one movie, then NFL he goes back games. to watching film. 
Maybe catch a bowl game here or there. Yeah. You think? Yeah. He's too he's too uptight to relax. You know, I know people like him who are always go, 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 and just can't seem to sit down and relax. Uh, my brother-in-law's like that. Mm. Acre is like that. Acre's a lot like that. Um, just kick back, do nothing. I love that. I like that is like this weekend. One of the things I'm looking forward to, you know, having two jobs and my life is always I have to be somewhere at, at a certain time and you know at deadlines, timelines. You know, this show's going to start at ten oh six, no mm-hmm. matter what. And the newscast. I, I got to be out there at five fifty one, six fifty. And 9.44, you know, I know those times. I have to be there. Over the next four days, I don't have to be anywhere at any time. And I enjoy that, and I enjoy doing nothing. Nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. Just vegging out on the couch and watching games, hanging out with the kids, playing games with the girls. That's what I'm looking for. There's an to. old song by Bob Seger called Against the Wind. A lot of our listeners will be familiar with it. He had a line in there that said, Deadlines and commitments. What to leave in? What to, to leave, leave out. out. See, you can leave them all out now because you don't have to worry about it. I am going to do that. Good for you. From the 501, Devo isn't playing like a senior. Is it? Devo isn't playing like a senior. He was penetrating like crazy in the tournament last year. He's basically disappearing in the offense. Defensively, he's there, but no offense so far. And Brazil disappears at times as well. I agree with Brazil. He's disappeared a lot. Um, I don't think that's Devo's role this year as much offensively, and I think he's accepted the role because you do have you can't have everybody penetrating. You got to leave that middle open, and if everybody's cutting to the basket and penetrating, it just clogs things up. I think there is a lot of still confusion on this team, and we saw that in the first half, and it got better in the second half. Um, but I think that's part of it, just defining the role. And I think Devo has maybe been the first one to realize. My role, they don't need me as a scorer as much this year. Do you remember a guy named Jay Moore that was on Saturday Night Live? Mm-hmm. All the sketches and things like that. He wasn't on a ton, but he wrote a book a few years ago about his experience, and the title was very telling. It was called Gasping for Airtime. The Razorbacks right now have about five guys that could write one called Gasping for Playing Time. You know, we're fighting to get out there, yeah. and you're going to have to do something that the coach deems appropriate. Hacker and Harrison writes in, Brazil is a glaring liability on defense right now. Man, I agree. How many times last night did you see him flying at the guy, faking a shot, not taking it, and driving around him? Hmm. I, I'm, he's not playing well right now. And as Tom said, he's too good not to figure it out and start playing better. It's a long season. There's still opportunities. Yeah, uh, let's go on down. 501, uh, I'm not going to read that one. Pigskin needs to move in front of the camera. I fixed the camera. He's on camera now. I'm trying to give you people a break to move away from the camera so you don't have to see me. Uh, Caleb Battle is shooting 44% from three. He's not a player just to put in to see if he's hot. He needs to be top two, three minutes played. I'm there. I'm with you on that one. If he is just not a huge liability on defense and just driving Musselman crazy on the defensive end, he's got to be out there. He's too valuable offensively. Mm-hmm. He gets to the basket. He gets to the free throw line, and Musselman loves that. He gets to the free throw line. He drives, gets fouled. He makes his threes. He's too important to this team. I'm, I'm exactly. I'm. I'm on board with that on uh, Caleb Battle. At this point, going into the conference season after the Wilmington game, who do you like to win the SEC? Oh, oh man, uh, wide open. It is. I mean, Kentucky. Kentucky's good. Auburn. Uh, A- Auburn's big. Uh, you got A and M playing well. Alabama. Uh, Alabama. Another horse, Tennessee. Probably six, seven teams. Tennessee's been a little bit of a disappointment in my book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and yeah. I'm not going to leave out Arkansas. They're mm-hmm. they're too talented. They've got all, right. all the pieces if they figure it out. And I think this year, uh, Coach Z used to say, in an 18 game schedule, get 13 wins, you got a good chance of winning this. 13 mm-hmm. and five. This may be a year with the SEC being. Top heavy, twelve and six. Twelve and six. You could have a bunch of teams. Win just all your up. home games. Yep, and then steal Split a couple your road on the games. road. Yeah, that's a, go. that's a good point. Go eight and zero at home. Yeah, maybe seven and one. Have a. It right. seems like Arkansas always has a hiccup at home. Right. There's always that one game. You're like, what the heck just happened here? Mm-hmm. 
Um, go seven and one, eight and zero at home, and go steal you a couple. You know, go what? What would that be? Uh, Sixteen, eighteen games, not four and five. Yeah, it's eighteen games. So go nine and zero at home or eight and one. That's going to be the key. Well, I know the tournament has overshadowed the conference schedule dramatically, but you still want to win conference titles. Uh, that that's the mark of staying power. You got schools that win conferences; they're usually at the upper echelon of the game. Well, I think more than anything for Arkansas, they need to do well in the conference because the non-conference, like Tom mentioned, the NIT or the uh, the net ranking right. is not very good, and you don't want to be in the NIT. You want to be in the NCAA. Search. So they got to play well in the SEC. Are you hearing that bumper music that that the great Todd Pierce is playing? I mean, Todd's so sharp. That's why he got what a uh, game in? ball what earlier. Leave out? That's it. He knows. He knows a Seeger. We'll take a break. When we come back, we can take some more phone calls. Philip Martin just dropped in. Kevin Kelly says he's on his way. I said, today's kind of like a party. You just come in, drop in when you want to, leave when you want to. I just don't have any food or drinks for you. We're used to that. I have conversation for you. Stick around. We'll be right back. One zero three seven. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback football coverage each week, and it's brought to you by Coffin by Design West, Guani Chevrolet, Guani Buick GMC, Rainwater Holton Sexton, PI Roofing, Renai America, and Red River Ford. One zero three seven. The Buzz. The Hogs play here. This is Sports Center. University of Arkansas cornerback Dwight McLaughlin officially declared for the NFL draft on Thursday. McLaughlin, a fourth-year senior who still had another year of eligibility, had previously accepted an invitation to play in the East-West Shrine Bowl. McLaughlin was the Hogs' highest-graded cornerback the past two seasons. He had 20 tackles last season with a team-high three interceptions, six pass breakups, and three tackles for loss. Sticking with the Razorback football team, Austin Ledbetter, who spent the past two seasons as a pitcher for the Razorbacks' baseball team, will transition to a walk-on quarterback for the Razorback football team. Ledbetter was a three-time state champion quarterback at Bryant from 2018 to 2020. As a senior, he threw for 3,086 yards and 41 touchdowns. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. Rowdy Hog Pickleball wants to wish you a Merry Christmas. The only dedicated pickleball store in the state of Arkansas. They have all the gifts for your pickleball enthusiast. 20% off t-shirts, drinkware, bags, and other pickleball-themed gifts to ace your Christmas list. Gift cards are also available for the perfect stocking stuffer. Get out of the kitchen and visit them in the outlets of Little Rock down from H&M. Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. It's the season for giving, and Saracen makes it special this December. Play to win an incredible Mercedes-Benz CLS 450 from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. With an alluring look of luxury, the CLS 450 is a top-of-the-line Mercedes, and it can be yours just for playing at Saracen. Only 40 minutes away, Saracen Casino is Little Rock's closest place to play and win the Mercedes-Benz of your dreams. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire Stores in Conway and Cabot. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Randy Rainwater brings Drive Time Sports to Conway this Friday, broadcasting live from the all-new Genesis of Conway, the only Genesis dealer in the state of Arkansas. Open now at 1075 Call Your Drive. Special thanks to Larry's Pizza of Conway. Justin Anchor here wishing you happy holidays for my friends at Cash and getting ready to celebrate the new year and I can't think of a better place to ring it in than downtown at Cash Restaurant. It's a great place for a casual lunch throughout the year. It's a great place for a nice dinner with friends or a romantic dinner with that special someone. CashLittleRock.com is their website. C-A-C-H-E LittleRock.com or 501-850-0265 if you want to call for a reservation or if you want to book a party. You missed most of the holiday season, but it's not too late to book a special event for 2024. Call that number at 501-850-0265. 
501-850-0265 or go to their website and find out more about booking the Bayou Room, which can hold about 30 folks, or you can get the entire upstairs area, which holds up to 150 comfortably. So if you've got a wedding rehearsal, wedding reception, a special corporate event, or just trying to take out a big group of friends and have a good time, Cash Little Rock is happy to help out. And you also have free valet parking. It's right in the heart of downtown and a great variety on the menu. It's Cash in downtown Little Rock. It's a real gem. Great for parties. Great for fun. Come by and see our friends soon. You never know what's going to happen in the zone. The big week of the tide are going down. Are you ready, Eddie, or not? Let's freaking go. Well, he's not the brightest tool in the shed. Or the sharpest. Let's see what the guys are up to today. She touched by me in painted on jeans. Guadney Chevrolet is ready to make a deal for you. It's Christmas, right? How about that for a Christmas present? You knock that out of the park. All kinds of deals going on at Guadney Chevrolet. How about a Silverado? You need a truck. they got a great selection of trucks right now. Up to $10,000 off some of the Silverados. they got a Silverado out there that's getting 30 miles per gallon. Oh. If you're not in the market for a truck and financing rates got you concerned, they got 1.9% financing on some of the vehicles out there right now. And obviously, they have a great selection of previously owned vehicles. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. You can see all the deals, like no payments for four months on some of the vehicles out there. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville where they're ready to make a deal. James was on yesterday said they're still paying top dollar for quality cars, trucks, SUVs. They're going to pay more than anybody else. They're going to make sure you get a great deal and you're happy and have some extra money to put down on the new vehicle. So go give them a chance at Guatney Chevrolet Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. You know what the highlight of the Guatney show last Friday was? What would you guess I would say? Ooh, the highlight. Man, that was last Friday. That was a week ago, Pigskin. I can't oh, remember God. yesterday. I know. That's seven years in, in radio terms. <laughs> no, I have no idea. It was idea. when that dog came and sat oh. down next to me, and I got to pet it. They had a service dog, a German Shepherd, oh. and it was uh, Mrs. Guatney's. And she had a vest on it said, do not pet. I oh, said, no. honey, you're pushing your luck by putting that dog right next to me and telling me I can't <laughs> pet it. She looked at me, and she said, you can pet it. I'm like... Yes. So it was, it was all, that was a great dog. I would love to have a German Shepherd, but my wife keeps saying no because they got too much hair. Yeah, There's like hair everywhere. Mm-hmm. They do have a lot of hair. Philip Martin's in here with us now. Philip, yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. It's been a while. We haven't seen you. We've been on the road. Been gone. Yeah, You've been gone. You've been gone. It's, yeah. been, it's been a while, so it's good to see you it's before be Christmas. I'm glad you back. made it in. Yeah, it's a lot of... Feels right. Feels right to be here before Christmas. Guys, how many we we've talked about some of the NFL games and I haven't yeah. posted it on Twitter. How many not not that you're gonna sit down and watch an entire game, but <laughs> portions of a game. Yeah. How many different games do you think you'll watch over the next one, two, three, four days? Twelve. Yeah, I can see that. Probably, probably, yeah. I'll even watch some of the bad bowl games. I, I'm definitely watching A State tomorrow yeah. morning. Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow and the morning Camilla at eleven Parker o'clock. Bowls, Camellia right. Bowl, and the yeah. uh, was that Crampton, Crampton uh, Stadium in Montgomery. I've yeah. been by it many times. Very nice little environment for a football game. Building, it is. yes, it is. It's a great venue. Uh, I'll definitely watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then tomorrow you got Bengal Steelers at three thirty on NBC. I'll have it Watching on. That, yeah. Uh, tomorrow night on Peacock, Bills Chargers. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it depends not, yeah. on what's going on. <laughs> I watch Josh Allen because I love watching him, and I like that little running back that Buffalo is featuring now. Although anyone yeah. who watches Bowling Green in Minnesota needs to seek psychiatric help because that's like every horrible Big Ten what's, game. What's the line on that? Oh my goodness, the over under is eleven, I think. And Minnesota was horrible, and their starting quarterback is in the portal. Mm. So they're paying some stiff $30,000. I'm like, you know, I wish the Big Ten would just go away, other than Michigan, obviously. I'd like to see us win and everybody else drop dead. You mean like the Pac-10? Yes, I I do. They can go join the MAC, which most of them would be maybe semi-competitive in the MAC. Maybe the ACC? Possibly. I'll definitely watch both games at noon. I'll flip back and forth on Sunday. So that's 
four, five games, and the Cowboys game for sure. Right. Sunday night game is uh, is the Dallas Patriots Broncos? The, the, the da- no, that's unwatchable. I'll probably miss that one. Uh, yeah. We usually go to candlelight service yeah. Sunday night or for uh, Christmas Eve, so I'll probably miss that. You'd be I'll better sing- off singing Christmas carols than watching Bill Belichick's offense at this point. But then there's three on Christmas Day. All three, I'll hit that yeah. one. Uh, the, the, Parts the, of them. The, the prime yeah. time game is going to be epic. Oh, wow, that's yeah. my CTV. Oh my goodness, I'll be watching every Ravens Forty Nine. Yeah. It's on ABC. So uh, that where, where where is it? And San Fran. Oh, I see. I wish it were in Baltimore. That would be better. That's eight games I'm definitely going to catch a part of. Mm -hmm. And who knows if there's a bowl game in between. The Dallas game's in Miami, isn't it? It is. See, that's going to make it harder because they're going from Buffalo playing in 35 degrees of driving rain to Miami where it'll be 95 degrees of stultifying humidity. Same time zone, though. Yeah. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a detriment. I, I, I don't... I just... I can see Buffalo... They they honestly look like they did not want to be there uh, they last didn't. Sunday night. Perfect storm. Yeah, you could see it coming. They came off the Big Eagles right, win. Right. But like you said, game. Buffalo had to have that, and they played like it. Sunday... Miami, the high is only 75. Oh, that's not bad. No, it's going to be uh, probably it's that hot in the Metroplex in Dallas, mm-hmm. and they tee off or tee off. They kick tee off, off at uh, three thirty. Yeah, seventy four goes down to seventy one so, by the end so of the game. So, do you think Parsons can disrupt Tua in that offense? Well, here's the thing, and I watched. Uh, it was a former Cowboy that put like fifteen clips on Twitter. He's like, mm-hmm. "Tell me the common theme here," and you start watching it, and after a while, you pick up on it. Buffalo would change the running back. Every play, depending where Parsons was, the side yeah. of the formation, right? yeah. and run away from Parsons every single play. So if he was lined up at right defensive end, they would move the running back on that side and bring him across the formation and run away from Micah Parsons every single play that he put on that clip. He's like, that's got to change. Teams are now knowing, look, we can't run it. Some teams like to run it little undersized defensive ends, but Parsons right. is so good, he was still making the play. But by running away from him, he couldn't get back into the act and it was very effective. And so his thinking is, look, Cowboys are short on a linebacker right now. Put him back at linebacker in running situations, let him make the plays, and then when you get in third and long, right. obvious passing situations, let him rush the My wife made a very profound mic. observation during that game. She said Buffalo is largely succeeding because they're running the ball and not going back in pass formation because he's just a holy terror mm-hmm. on the pass rush. He turns the corner so quickly, it's almost impossible to stay in front of him. But you can run at guys like that, or in this case, run away from guys like that. Well, so. the Cowboys, when they lost Leighton Vander Esch, the, what they did was take a a bigger safety, Bell, number 14, and put him in as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. And so he, they're, they're playing a dime package all the time. And early on, they had a lot of success, and he was able to use his speed, quickness to get around the offensive lineman and make plays as an undersized linebacker. I think it's taken a toll on him. He's worn out, or he just didn't feel like playing against Buffalo. He was just getting gobbled up, and he couldn't get off of blocks, mm-hmm. and he wasn't right. making any plays. Van Der Esch is never going to be healthy enough to have the career he should have had, is Speculation he? is he's done. It, it looks like Yeah, it. with mm-hmm. another neck it's like injury. Like the kid they got from Notre Dame, you know, that injury Jaylen was so Smith. bad. He was a terror in college mm-hmm. and I thought he's going to be then he plays in that bowl game tears his knee up and you just then all these people I can't believe Joe Dokes is sitting out the bowl game it's like really uh, yeah. yeah I can believe it no. okay if it's a if it's a nonsensical bowl that doesn't mean anything you're going to leave 30 40 50 million on the table you can't blame those kids no not at all can't no and he's a perfect example we've seen it seems like unfortunately it happens like once a year Jake Butt the from tight, Michigan was going to be the, the, he was going to be the number one tight end off the board blows his knee out mm-hmm. in the orange bowl against Florida State shell of his former self it, you know? and he's never is he they in the league no no he oh. stayed in the league like three or four years now he's a commentator Wow. No, yeah. I will, I'll never. Can't blame them. No, never blame a kid for sitting out of the bowl. If they're, uh, in, if the, you're a, you if know, they're in the final four, future. the national championship, most of them play in that. No doubt. You know, pretty no, much everybody. But no one has ever you know, opted the, out in, of in those the, games the, yet. In the Poland Weed Eater Bowl in Shreveport? No, not so much. Uh, mm. Over on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, let's read some of those. Drew is in Little Rock, and if you want to jump in here, now's the, uh, I think we have some... Open time to the top of the hour, 661-1037. Drew in Little Rock says Dallas is going to get slammed this weekend. Look, if they can't stop the run like last week against Buffalo, yeah, Miami is going with uh, the running, A-Chain, Mostert, 
Or I guess he's going by A-Chan now. He's a, he'll always be A-Chan. A-Chan to me. I know. That dude is fast. They've got more speed on that team than anybody in the league. They, they're they a handful on offense, and the thing people don't realize, Miami's defense is, is good. Like, where they rank in the NFL is a lot higher than anyone thinks. Their defense has come along and played really well, and that's why they're 10-4 and four right now. But, no, that Dallas has got their work cut. I don't think they'll get slammed. I think Dallas is one of those teams, we've seen it after the Arizona game, the 49ers game, when they lay an egg, they have pride and they well, come they back and play they well. They haven't lost two in a row in, what, three years? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And, and I think all the talk about the road woes – which, when you lose to San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Buffalo on the road, all good teams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not like yes, they lost yeah, Arizona the on the road. Bowl that was a bad before loss before the season. That's right. You know, the Eagles lost to the Jets on the road. They lost to the Forty ers They lost to the Cowboys all on the road. No one's talking about the Eagles' road problems, but because it's the Cowboys, it's the spotlight. It's magnified well, that they have guys, road issues. Wes, you guys brought that on yourselves. You, you call yourself America's team. Yeah. You're going to get greater scrutiny, okay? The Eagles aren't even, like, Pennsylvania's team. Oh, I think a lot of people though, are talking about the Eagles' problems, though, right now. I really <laughs> yeah. do. Oh, oh, out, out in Philadelphia, though. Yeah, yeah, no I think, yeah, I think the Eagles are, you know. Luckily, they got Pittsburgh to take some of the, the heat <laughs> off of them because the Steelers just look awful. Slumpbuster. Oh, goodness. Uh, this one from the 501 says, bet the over in the Dallas-Miami game. The hmm. over-under is? 50. Got to be more than that. Dang, you nailed it, Pickskin. 50? Yeah. It yeah. is 50. Oh, yeah, bet over that. I've been spending too much time at Oaklawn, obviously. Yeah, Tyreek's going to be back, isn't he? Well, if he's not he's out he... impregnating more women. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> This man gets around. You got to give him that. This one from the five hundred one disagrees with his pigskin. He says, "I disagree with your opinion about players not having to play in certain bowl games. If they are getting paid money, they should have to play in every game." Well, here's the thing: they're not, not getting a, it's paid not a contract, to play though. in games. No, yeah, it's not a have, contract. Yeah, we have made this thing so convoluted. You know, you're. Yeah, you can't say if the if the schools were paying them a salary, yeah, you'd have a point. It's not a salary. But that's not. It's not. That's, uh, that's not the right. way it's going. It's it's just it, they've just made it legal to pay them under the tables. Basically, what it is. Exactly. Yeah. It is an nil name image likeness. Yeah. It is not a contract with how good you play. Because people say, well, you shouldn't pay him as much because he's not playing well. <laughs> <laughs> or he needs to get raised because he is playing well. Right. That's get, not how this works. No. We, we don't have a union yet. We no. don't have don't a contract yet. We don't have merit raises. Yet. Yeah. I will say, in the separate contracts that these players have with different businesses, there are dates on that contract that they'll get paid through a certain date if yeah. they are still around. And that's why you see certain players not jump into a, the portal until... Maybe that After. last check is cleared, and they got that last <laughs> check. To wit, Quinn Ewers comes out of high school in Texas, signs with the Ohio State University, gets a million bucks, never plays, sits behind Stroud, leaves at the end of that contractual obligation, and goes back to Texas, mm-hmm. where he's been playing for the Longhorn. Did you see, speaking of Longhorn quarterbacks, how much Eli Manning made? This was a tweet. How much Eli Man- Manning was I mean, making? Manning. Yeah, sorry. Arch. Thank yeah, you. Arch. 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 Arch at Texas to be the backup. Do you know how much he made reportedly? Three and a half million. Three point two mm-hmm. million yeah. dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good money for uh, sitting the bench and holding the clipboard. Uh, the tweet pointed out Brock Purdy is making eight hundred forty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> for the San Francisco Forty yeah. Yeah. Is something oh, wrong here? Yeah. You know, as I told Acre last week, if Brock Purdy and Tommy DeVito are tearing it up. Maybe I just need to quit watching football altogether because I watch those guys in college and I'm like, these guys can't play dead. Uh, and then they go to the next league and they're football great. Is, no, football is so system oriented and it's so. Yes. I mean, it's not like the NBA where, you know, if you've got somebody who's going to be a number one or number two draft pick, they're going to be somebody. Mm-hmm. But you can have, you know, first round bust happen all the time in the NFL. You do. You know, and Trey, Lan- round- Trey Lance. And if you look at the Pro Bowl, it's made up of third and fourth rounders. You know, Big it's, time. it's all de- because and three one of the stars. Reasons, That's one right. of the reasons is because there's, relative to the population, there's a whole bunch bigger pool of football players. That's right. A lot more guys are six two, two fifty than they are six seven, two, seven yeah. foot. Yeah. Good point. You look how good. Purdy's playing right now. Oh, look at the surrounding talent. Yeah, exactly. Look at Tua. How he, he looks a lot better now. He's surrounded by some great players. Hey, Shane, you know, put Purdy on the Jets. 
Oh my goodness, he'd be running for his life. Yeah. And he's got, you know, Kittle and he's got Debo, mm-hmm. he's got McCaffrey. All three of those guys are probably the best at their position in the entire league. I don't know that you put anybody ahead of them. Maybe not. Well, Kittle has struggled. He hasn't been mm-hmm. the same this but, year. I mean, he's but been, part of it he's is because yeah. McC- McCaffrey's played so well. Right. Yeah. Heck, even Ayuk is a you know, great man, second listen, Debo, wide receiver Debo option. Debo was a good, solid college player, but I didn't figure he'd be as good as See, he I is. thought he was awesome. I loved yeah. him. What did he go, like second round? Yeah, he's yeah. tremendous. Oh, I he thought really he was great at South Carolina. nails. Man, he's quick. He's strong. I mean, mm. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up hour number two. Philip Martin, Pigskin Preacher. I'm Wes Moore, and we said goodbye to Todd. He deserved a yeah. little time off. I didn't get to tell him on the air. I hope he's listening, Todd. I hope you have a great Christmas. Merry Thank Christmas, you for your help. Merry Todd. Christmas, Todd. Kyle's in here Big with Red. us now. He'll be answering the phone. Give us a call. We'll wrap up hour number two next. here with Doe's Eat Place Little Rock reminding you to call us and book your holiday party now. We can do parties from 7 to 65. Just call 501-376-1195 for more information and to book your group. And remember, Doe's Eat Place for goodness sakes. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. A recent headline in the Washington Post jumped off the page. A plane fueled by fat and sugar has crossed the Atlantic Ocean. At first, I thought this meant those passengers shared my affinity for non-healthy snacks. But it was actually about the sustainable aviation fuel made from things like corn, animal fat, algae, municipal trash, and sewage. (laughs) Okay, There are at least a few of us, though, that would just as soon use regular jet fuel and not fry the friendly skies until they actually figure this out. When you walk into a Double B's location, you'll always be greeted with a welcome to Double B's. We are an Arkansas company serving Arkansans with 34 locations across the natural state. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Friends, I believe Scott Romine could be our next super friend. What kind of powers does he have? He'll squat me unplugged every Saturday at 9 a.m. That's not much of a power. I can control fish. I'll make him a costume. Holy Buzz Radio Batman. 
from all of us at MNB, we'd like to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday Season. We know that some of the best times are spent during the holidays with family and friends, creating memories for many years to come. And we would like to say thank you to all of our customers who have supported us through the years and made us a part of your family. May your holidays be filled with joy and many blessings. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at MNB. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to the zone. Glad you're with us. Wrapping up hour number two. Pigskin preacher Philip Martin, Wes Moore, glad you were with us. Getting ready for <clears throat> a big football weekend. Yeah. A lot of NFL, some bowl games. Can't wait to watch A-State play tomorrow against Northern Illinois. Get to see uh, their quarterback, Rainer. <clears throat> Excuse me, have you seen the freshman quarterback he play for them? He had a big year for him this he, year. He really yeah. did. And what's crazy to me, that they flipped a quarterback from Mississippi that was going to Mississippi State. Yeah, I saw that. A four-star four star. quarterback. Highest recruit in their history. Recruit, yeah, that first time ever. One of the top recruits ever for the Sunbelt Conference to come to Arkansas State. Here's mm-hmm. what I'm nervous about. There's a freshman quarterback playing for them right now. Right. How, how, what are you telling this kid to say, hey, come play here because... We Apparently he's not afraid of competition, <laughs> number one. But, but number two, the kid that's there now starting... <laughs> Imagine he has another really good year next year. Portal. How are you going to keep him out of the portal when somebody says, we'll give you $4 million to come up? I mean, thinking, just, I'm thinking, well, do they even right want now? to keep him out of the portal? Well, that's the whole thing. Do they yeah. even want to keep him out of the portal? Maybe they want Maybe to. that's why they're getting the four-star. They exactly. figure he's next man up. Already exactly. hearing some news? I mean, I'm not trying to throw out something out here. I'm not, I don't know anything. Maybe, but I'm just saying. Maybe Butchie he said that. He plays his hey, game in he's portal. He's leaving. And, come on in. Yeah. Yeah, more the merrier. I, I just, well, kudos if he's not getting in the portal, mm-hmm. how they were able to get this kid to come to, and, and knowing that there's a freshman quarterback lighting it up that if you come in, you can't beat him out, and he sticks around, you're you're not going right. to play for a while. Good question. But that's a great that, recruiting that, that, job. That's, that's great, my point. Just, oh, yeah. Wow, I mean, great job. I couldn't believe it. Uh, at that position, no less. Uh, that's that's a that's a coup. But then to say something to where we are these days, that uh, you got a freshman quarterback, and years past, you'd be like, man, we're set, set for, for three the years. next three, three years, years, maybe yeah. four, four years. years yeah. Look at this guy. He is our quarterback of the future. And now, at a school like this, you got to go, we got to find somebody else because he could go in the portal. He's somebody done. could pay him a million bucks right. to go be yeah. their quarterback, and we can't give him that. The days of indentured servitude are past. I think it was Coach Cock. Let me throw the – real quick. Coach Cock, he read this article, and he said, there's going to become a day where an FCS team like a UCA will make an agreement with an FBS team like Arkansas. Right. Arkansas is going to say, hey, we can't, we don't have room for these freshmen. In the old days, we'd stick them in the junior college. We're going to send them to you. You get them ready for us. In a couple of years, we're going to come back and get them. Our That's AAA right. farm club. That's exactly right. Going to have, well, you, as UCA, Arkansas get this player. For a while, you get a player <laughs> yeah. that you normally wouldn't get, right, and you right. get him as a freshman, sophomore, maybe junior, who knows. And then when we, we're ready Sending for him, we'll come get him. Sending down to double A to get, sure. a, get his game in order, then That's we'll right. bring him up. The in, d- the mi- in the middle of the season, send him down. The day we should bring that back we in. live in. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Yeah. All right, coming up in the next hour, we got birthdays, we got entertainment. I'm told Kevin Kelly's on his way up here, oh, running great. a little late. We'll uh, talk with Philip. Got some Christmas movies coming oh, up. A bunch. Stick around. We'll be right back. Rowdy Hog Pickleball wants to wish you a Merry Christmas. The only dedicated pickleball store in the state of Arkansas. They have all the gifts for your pickleball enthusiast. 20% off t-shirts, drinkware, bags, and other pickleball-themed gifts to ace your Christmas list. Gift cards are also available for the perfect stocking stuffer. Get out of the kitchen and visit them in the outlets of Little Rock down from H&M. Rowdy Hog Pickleball.